1: Eleven forty-five with the pregame breaking sports news as it happens on the fan
2: from onn this is hollywood casinos on the money
3: presented by ohio for responsible gambling here are your host dave biddle and scotty vegas welcome to on the money dave biddle scotty vegas
4: producer ryan baker this is a show about sports gambling and Sports in general, Scotty Vegas, how you doing this morning, my friend?
5: I'm good, Dave. We're going to do something a little different this morning, right? Instead of, like, talking football right out of the gates... You've got a bet that you love, and I think we need to get into this right away on the money. We're going to try and make people some money today. You've got a college basketball bet you love. I've got a golf bet that I love. Let's get into it. Let's make the people money.
4: I do want to preface it with I have a motto that sometimes I actually adhere to, and a lot of times I don't, um, which is go with what you know. Yep. there's certain things. If you follow a team, like, religiously, like, where you think, I can't believe I follow this team as much as I do, or you, you kind of almost have to check yourself, you probably know more about that team than anybody who's making these odds. And um I tend to do well when I bet... On my team and a lot of times it's against my team. Okay, and I've always since I was a little kid um, I've always liked Wright State basketball very very random. I know but I grew up in Beaver Creek like five minutes away from campus so um, I noticed today Wright State is favored on the road against northern Kentucky not that northern Kentucky is great and Wright State's decent but To me, that's a really good bet to bet against Wright State today are not getting a ton of plus money. got on ESPN Bet. You get plus 105 on Northern Kentucky at home. Those two teams fancy each other as rivals in the Horizon League. Um, you know, cue the laughter. But seriously, I, I like that bet with Northern Kentucky over Wright State. Um, Wright State's a really good shooting team, but they struggle defensively and on the boards. I think Northern Kentucky's going to win that game. And frankly, when I saw that, I was like shocked that Northern Kentucky was slightly favored. So. When you see stuff like that, even if it's your team, don't be afraid to bet against them because uh, your favorite color is green.
5: I would say in the history of the fan, we are probably the first show ever to start out the show in the first segment Making history. talking right State Northern Kentucky College Basketball. Let's go. Woo-hoo! But we're here to make you money this morning, <laughs> and I am following you, Dave, on that bet. I have been following that train because earlier in the week... Uh, Wright State was playing Youngstown State and Wright State was a favorite. And so I, and as you say, Wright State is overvalued on the betting line. And so I took Youngstown State and it came through. So you know what? Money's money. Whatever conference you're betting in, I will tell you last year, I remember several games in February and early March where I was up late watching Horizon League basketball because guess what? There can be money in those games and you've hopefully you found it today with Wright State. Now let me tell you about a little betting uh secret that I had yesterday. So And I'm rooting really hard for mother nature today. And let me explain. So they, in, in golf, they're out there playing Pebble Beach. Okay. Wyndham Clark put together an incredible round yesterday, shot a 60. He actually took a one shot lead once the Saturday round was done. So he's got a one shot lead. Well. We knew that really, really bad weather was coming into California, into the Pebble Beach area, and they're all now. There's all this talk about hey, uh, there's a potential of 60 mile an hour winds. There's they've already told the the uh, the fans that there will be no fans out on the course. There is a pretty decent chance that they are going to end this tournament after 54 holes and call it complete because they will probably won't get any golf in today. It's supposed to rain up to three inches, and it's supposed to rain into tomorrow as well. And once the tournament goes past Monday, the tournament is over. So at 54 holes, Wyndham Clark has the lead. So I grabbed a bunch of Wyndham Clark, hoping that this tournament is done and over with. So here we go, Mother Nature. Here we go. Rain,
4: wind, rain, wind. We've now parlayed right State with Wyndham Clark yeah. <laughs> um, to begin the show. How about Woo! that? Hey, tell you what. I mean, we enjoy betting on football, but it doesn't matter what you bet on. Money still cashes the same way last time I checked.
5: That's right. That's right. And actually what I like to do too is now that we're into Super Bowl week is I like to find ways to add money to my Super Bowl bet. Right. So I throughout the week in trying to pick up like games like Wright State makes sense where I would parlay Wright or I would parlay Northern Kentucky over Wright State. And then put it with either the Chiefs or the 49ers. Now, I am so 50-50, guys,
4: on this Super Bowl. Oh, you just, changed because you you said on Wednesday that you were leaning 49ers. I,
5: very, 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 very slight lean. I said 51% 49ers, 49% Chiefs. That's how close this is literally a coin flip game to me. Like, I could see it going either way. I know, Ryan, you yes. feel a little stronger about the Chiefs, but for me, I just do not have a strong feeling. So I have 49ers money already because I took them to win the Super Bowl uh with other bets earlier in the year. Now I'm starting to grab the Chiefs at plus points. So I'm taking games and I'm adding Chiefs at plus seven and a half. I'm moving that line thinking this is probably going to be a close game either way. But I'm hoping that the 49ers win a close one score game. That way I can win both bets
4: yeah it's interesting I have a, a a few futures bets on the 49ers right I got them at like plus 240 another one is plus 220 um so I'm just gonna you know hope those cash I'm gonna stick with that I'm with you though I feel like it's a 50 50 game but now I like the value there with obviously you can't get plus 240 now you get you're getting minus money if you bet on the Niners. but um I like the over a little bit it's forty seven and a half I like the over a little bit but I'm really gonna focus on player props we'll talk more about that but um just when we're sitting here talking about, Scotty, it's interesting because saying it's like a 50-50 game, I mean, doesn't mean it will be. Um, Doesn't mean it's going to be a great game, but it sure feels like it's shaping up that way. It just makes it a lot more interesting. A oh. lot more interesting. I just wish the Chiefs had like a, a Buckeye on that. How, how do you not have a Buckeye on your team? Come on on Andy Reid what are you doing
5: yeah and let's give Ryan credit because throughout the entire let's, playoff run why would we do that he I know he has been on the Chiefs he said well go ahead and say the reason why you've been on the Chiefs Taylor Swift <laughs> no 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 Taylor Swift but um
1: <laughs> I just think in the playoffs is when quarterbacks and coaches matter the most and I think the Chiefs have the best quarterback coach duo I don't even think that's questionable and they just keep they're, they've been underdog and an underdog and an underdog and I've just rode this Chiefs train the whole way so I got to stay with it now.
4: It's a good theory. What's the most important position in football? Quarterback. Who's the best quarterback in football? Patrick Mahomes. And then I, you know, I think we all know this but I don't know if it gets talked about enough. Like coaching is important regardless of the sport. Coaching in football is the most important, in my opinion. Coaching is the most important. I mean, you got like eleven of your guys out there at the you know at the same time every play. Um, coaching is the most important in football. So that's a good little that's a good strategy you've come up with there. Um, I'm going to stick with player props in this one. Now, one thing that if I'm a, if you if you're betting on the Chiefs, I get it because Mahomes, Andy Reid, um, and they have some other good guys as well. <laughs> Last time I checked, but they're a little banged up. Now that didn't not having Thune... In fact, I always thought it was uh is it oh it's Tooney. I always call him Thoney. It's Tooney. Um not having him didn't hurt him this last game, but they also they lost their starting DN, one of their starting DNs to an ACL this past game. They're banged up. They're banged up and the Niners were banged up. I feel like they've gotten healthy like Debo. Now, who knows how, how healthy Debo is, but he's, he's at least going to play. That would concern me a little bit. The Chiefs are a little banged up. It's not quite like when they played Brady in the Super Bowl, and they you know were really, they were down, what, like three offensive linemen were hurt? So they're not like down like that, but that would be one concern if you're betting on the Chiefs, Scotty.
5: Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I agree with that. And look, the 49ers' road to get to this Super Bowl has been wild, right? The fact that they have just not looked that good the last several weeks. And I know they came back and they, they beat the Packers, but it was a struggle. And look, the the the, the Lions had them right? So the, the 49ers have gotten off to slow starts in games. You sure as heck better not do that in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs. Now, I expect this to be close either way, but here's the other thing. If a team gets down in the game early, let's, you know, by, both of these teams have been really good at making comebacks. Chiefs making comebacks. We know what Patrick Mahomes, his magic late in games, and we know now that the 49ers and back to back games have made really really big comebacks so just because your team is down early in the super bowl i don't think either one is going to panic
4: up next it was a banner january for ohio state football what's up next for the buckeyes we will cover that next on the money
2: more of hollywood casinos on the money on the money
3: presented by ohio for responsible gambling coming up on onn
2: to Hollywood Casinos on the money on the money
3: presented by Ohio for responsible gambling from ONN
5: <laughs> Welcome back to On the Money to recap segment segment number 1 we're all on right St- or we're all on northern kentucky over right state today And we're rooting for Mother Nature and Wyndham Clark to not have to play another round and just be declared the winner at Pebble Beach this week. See what happens when they take
4: football (laughs) away from us, Scotty.
5: (laughs) Then we go to uh, Horizon League basketball and golf in February. You got to love it. Reminder, sports or fast betting shouldn't be, which is why it's important to set limits, know the risks, and pause before you play. To learn more, visit pausebeforeyouplay.org. And this On the Money Action updates brought to you by our friends at the Mobile Center. Broken screen Blues, from throwing your phone after losing a bet, visit a local mobile center store. And let's look now at the current Hollywood Casino sportsbook odds for the college football national championship, because this segment, we're talking college football. The favorite to win it all is Georgia at plus 360, Ohio State not far behind, plus 425. Texas is eight to one. Alabama, Oregon, they're both twelve to one. I'm kind of surprised that Alabama is still in there at twelve to one. Ole Miss, thirteen to one. LSU, fifteen to one. Then you get to Michigan at sixteen to one. Let's see if what. Let's see, we got Penn State, thirty to one, and uh, that's it for the Big Ten teams. Until you get to Washington at uh, hundred to one, and it's weird to say Washington Big Ten, but all right. Dave, looking at this going forward for Ohio State, we know how great this, this offseason has been. There's been a little bit of chatter. Over the last couple of days, because we know Jeff Halfley took a job in the NFL, took a coordinator job in the NFL. And so the Boston College job, head coaching job opened up. Now, one of the things that's being talked about is Bill O'Brien, who obviously was just with the New England Patriots, and he is the new head or he is the new offensive coordinator at Ohio State. There's talk of him potentially being interested in the head coaching job at Boston College. Do you believe those rumors?
4: I've heard that there's a possibility as well. Cause at first I was like, that's, that's gotta be nonsense. And I was like, well, there, there could be some legs to it, but I never, it never got to the point, at least not yet, where it was like, hey, this is, this is going to happen most likely. I haven't heard that. So that's good. Um, we, we shall see the fact that you were, you were talking about this. I know his, his son has uh, some medical issues. They're already living in, in Boston. They already have, cause he was with the Patriots, obviously, this past year. Um, they like the doctor that works with their son. Um, So we'll see what happens and then I think if I had to guess I'm gonna stick with my initial reaction. I think he's gonna stay with Ohio State now if he doesn't where does Ryan Day pivot to does he go with Chip Kelly who seems to be going out of his way to get out of UCLA. (laughs) Right, right. I mean, it's just, which I don't blame them. I mean, like everything it's, it was already hard to be a college football head coach now with everything. It's just, it's absolutely insane um, with everything they're dealing with and the calendar is all messed up, which is a big reason the big 10 and sec are getting together to try and figure out some rules. They need to, to fix some things. Maybe they circle back to, um, I don't know if circle backs, right way to phrase it, but uh, Jason Candle's a guy that got a lot of smoke before they hire Bill O'Brien. Maybe they look at him. Um, certainly, Ryan Day, is. he would hire someone. There's been talk, well, maybe he'll just go back to call and plays like that, and he'll be heavily involved in everything, but um, I think once he made that decision, Scott, that he's going to be a CEO, I think he's going to stick with that.
5: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're right. There are there is a lot out there about his son and the doctor in Boston and the close relationship. So if that's the case, if if Bill O'Brien goes to be the head coach at Boston College so that his son can be closer to a doctor, then we say absolutely, right? right. And then Ohio State makes a new great hire. That's exactly the situation there. Now, we bring up Boston College too. Now, the first thing that happens when coaches leave As you look and you see about the portal, because you see if if, uh, the head coach leaves, we know that it opens up a 30-day window for the transfer portal. And Boston College has some offensive linemen that uh, were really good last year, including a a kid who was second team. Uh, His name is Ozzy Trapilo. He was second team all ACC. You were on that right away on Wednesday, Scotty. Yeah. Hats off to you. Well, and then I noticed actually over the, you know, after the days after, a lot of buck guy Fans are tweeting at him like, Hey, enter that portal. Hey, he is six Get off the rails eight. on the
4: crazy train, Ozzy. Let's go. Ozzy is
5: 6'8, 311. And let's face it, guys, as far as the, the one weakness we see potentially with this Ohio State team is still that offensive line. So that would kind of make sense if they at least kick the tires to see if he's interested.
4: No doubt. And they definitely are kicking the tires. Thanks to you bringing that up, I was able to reach out to a source at Ohio State on Wednesday um and confirm that they are now he hasn't even entered the portal yet (laughs) this is a young man doesn't matter his late father played at boston college you know when doug flutie threw that you know the hail mary and then was lifted up by an offensive lineman the offensive lineman was this guy's father oh that's awesome now he he, when this young man when ozzy was a real young boy his father passed away at like the age of 37 but his dad played at Boston College, he obviously... Okay, this young man's high school is Boston College prep. <laughs> yeah. Like, he lives like right down... His, grew up right down the road. So, this is maybe not as easy as maybe you would think normally, but... I still think there's a good chance, especially with Ryan Day's deep ties to Boston College um, there's, and, and this monster roster Ohio State's building. I think there's a good chance that they could land Ozzy. I'd like to see him actually enter the portal officially first. <laughs> yeah, that, that would help. And I think then Ohio State would have a really good chance of landing him.
5: All right. When we come back, we got to do it. We got to talk Ohio State hoops. No. The slide continues. This is On the Money.
2: This is Hollywood Casino's On the Money. On the Money. Presented
3: by Ohio for Responsible Gambling
2: from ONN. Hey folks, it's game day and the betting's gonna be intense, Drew. You said it, Dave. But a good pre-game routine keeps betting responsible. That's right. You got to pause before you play. Good call. Sports betting is hot, but it can be risky. And pausing to set limits is an all-star move. That's right, Dave. If you bet on sports, pause before you play to set limits, recognize the risk, and know when to stop.
6: Learn more at pausebeforeyouplay.org.
7: Ohio has over 920,000 diabetics. If you are a diabetic, take a step in the right direction by having your feet checked routinely by a podiatric physician, the most qualified doctors to care for your feet. Adding a podiatrist to your healthcare team can help you better manage the effects of diabetes on your feet. Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association podiatric physicians are located throughout the state. For more information or to find a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association near you, visit associationsadvanceohio.com.
6: Do you have an oak tree in your yard? The Ohio Chapter International Society of Arboriculture is committed to advancing responsible tree care practices while preventing a fungal disease called oak wilt. They remind those who own and manage oak trees, the best time to prune is November to early March. To find out more, there are over 1,000 qualified tree experts in Ohio. To find an ISA-certified arborist in your area, visit treesforohio.org. That's trees, the number four, ohio.org.
8: Hello, it's John Kozik, founder and president of TurboTrack Realty, and I buy real estate as is, fast for cash. Give us a call today for an all-cash offer at 614-472-614-472000. I buy vacant properties, inherited homes, divorce situations, death in the family. I even buy my tenants won't pay me the rent houses. Give us a call today for an all-cash offer at 614 472 614 Please.
6: February is Children's Dental Health Month, so make sure you make an appointment for your child to visit an Ohio Dental Association member dentist. ODA member dentists are located throughout the state and are dedicated to providing the highest quality dental care, are bound by the highest ethical standards, and have access to superior ongoing education and training. On your next visit, ask if your child's dentist is a member of the Ohio Dental Association and American Dental Association, so you know you're being treated by the best. To find an ODA dentist in your area, visit ODA.org.
2: The Fan. The Fan.
3: Ohio sports destination.
2: You're listening to Hollywood Casinos On The Money. On The Money.
3: Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling.
4: On ONN. Welcome back to the show. And right about now, we're going to talk Ohio State men's basketball. man. (laughs) Man, I tell you what. If I didn't like Scotty so much, I'd say there's no way we're going to talk Ohio State men's basketball. But I guess we have to. We do. Scotty, is it to the point now, or are you advising the good people to bet against the Ohio State men's basketball team?
5: Uh, I've been advising that for about a month. <laughs>
4: Ryan's like I've been advising that all
5: year. Ryan was on it early. I mean, we. I am done giving Ryan a lot of credit because I don't like to do that, but. He did say the Chiefs were the team at the beginning of the NFL playoffs and he he was all over me early on when Ohio State beat Alabama early in the season. I said this team team is different. I I was just trying to keep your heart from breaking, Scott. And it's been broken. It's actually (laughs) It's actually been broken seven (laughs) out of the last eight games. That's how bad the streak is going. Now let's play a little game. Let's play a... Let's find Ohio State Hoops' next victory, okay? And, Brian, don't say 2025, I was going to say the
4: (laughs) 2024-25 opener against Um, Wright
5: State. I got something wild for you guys. You you guys are not going to believe this. But Holtman will will win a
1: couple games in the tournament and, like, keep his job for another year. Don't say that. Gene
4: will give him an extension
5: on the way out the door. Don't say that. Don't. No, 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 no. Um, Okay, so here's, here's... Here's the schedule. We're going to play who Ohio State is going to get their next win against. Okay. And guess what? Tuesday, they play Indiana at home. Very winnable, guys. In fact, the ESPN matchup predictor, which is always accurate, says (laughs) Ohio State with a 77% chance of beating Indiana on Tuesday. This matchup predictor is broken. Somebody broke the ESPN matchup predictor.
4: Well, yeah, Indiana's not good, but uh last time I checked, Ohio State's not good either. So uh yeah, that might be one where you I don't know. Indiana's not very good though. No. They maybe, just maybe lost that, to Penn State. Maybe at home. that is maybe that is one where they'll actually win Ohio State. So the streak ends on Tuesday? I'm not gonna I can't get, I just said
1: maybe. Probably. I'm sure there'll be a huge crowd at the shot rooting them on. <laughs> this is why they should play at Covelli.
4: All right, so it, then. It won't look as bad.
5: Next weekend, you've got uh, Ohio State and Maryland. That's next Saturday, Saturday afternoon. That's a home game. I, I, I don't think Ohio State's going to beat Maryland. Maryland's pretty solid. They're 5-6 and six in the conference. So, I, you know what? I think they will I'm gonna say that their next win will be Tuesday against Indiana. At home, they're gonna find a way. But let's talk about this team as a whole more why? Because <laughs> because we like punishment. Well, we're we're gonna talk show. about what team? The Ohio State basketball team. Uh oh. There we go. <laughs> So, a little double-dribble issue in the final minute against Iowa. Ohio State was right in that game, almost had that road win, which we know how long it's been since they've won a road game, January 1st of 2023, but they were close. They almost pulled that one off on the road, Dave.
4: Yeah, congratulations. They all got cookies after the game, too. <laughs>
5: Oh, man. But all right, so looking at looking at the f- future for this Ohio State basketball program, you and I both do believe that Chris Holtman will be gone at the end of the year. Yes. Has to happen, yes. right? So a couple of the names that we've been looking at and kind of throwing out, because now it's the time to start looking at a list of potential replacements. One guy that I have come across this week that I don't think a lot of people know or are talking about but I think he would be a great hire, is Lamont Paris, who is the head coach of South Carolina. And a lot of people had never heard of him, but he coached under Keith Danbrot at akron as an assistant for a long time he has ohio ties he played at wooster he was an assistant under bo ryan at wisconsin when they went to the national championship he was greg guard's top assistant for a long time then he took over at chattanooga took them to the tournament in 2022 then went to south carolina dave first year at south carolina bad but guess what This year, they are spectacular. They are second in the SEC. They're 19-3, and and they just beat Kentucky, and they just won at Tennessee. They are on fire. Best player on South Carolina's team, by the way,
4: or one of? Michi. Michi. You were doing that, and I I was like, that check's a really nice box. That check's a really nice box. That check's a really nice box. I, I imagine he's relatively young. Yes, yeah, it's another young coach that, as well. Yeah, um, and be one thing if he was like a South Carolina grad, had deep ties to South Carolina. This might be one they can pull. You're right. He went to college in Ohio, has coached in Ohio, Big Ten coaching ties. Scotty, I love this. Yeah, okay, I, I'm glad that Ross Bjork has you doing some
5: <laughs> doing some, some early research. Uh,
4: research on this. I like it. Age, I like it a lot. Age
5: by the way, 49 years old. He's from Finley, well, He's Ohio. a very young. He's a
4: very young man, 49.
5: Yeah, so Really impressive things with South Carolina. A couple other names out there. If you're looking for the like the big name, the Splashy Hire, I think you're looking at guys like Shaka Smart, who's done really well at Marquette.
4: Also played college basketball at a small school in Ohio. Also Canyon. from
5: Ohio, yeah, yeah. So that's that's the tie there as well. I've seen a lot of people kind of throw out like Bruce Pearl. I just no. don't think Ohio Who? State hoops can land a guy like a Bruce what Pearl.
4: What about... what
5: about um, loser I don't, I don't, mentality. I don't think they'll
8: go after I,
4: Um What about uh, Chris Beard? Yeah, that's another name. The the off-the-field or off-the-court incident that I know he he's been cleared, that would need to be vetted, but I would like Chris Beard. That's another big
5: name that would be a great hire as well.
4: All right. Up next, we're gonna talk more college basketball, but we're gonna talk about some good teams. That's coming up next, On (laughs) the Money. More of Hollywood Casino's on the money. On the
9: money.
3: Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling.
9: Coming up on ONN.
10: on On the Money.
3: Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN.
5: Welcome back to On the Money. We're going to talk some college hoops. As Dave says, we're going to actually talk about some good teams in college hoops. And uh, we're going to start out with an on-the-money action update, which is brought to you by our friends at the Mobile Center. Want to watch the big game during your kids' exciting sporting events or board at work? Then pick up a portable charger at the Mobile Center so you'll never run out of the juice. Let's look now at the current Hollywood Casino Sportsbook odds for the College Basketball National Championship. And guys, the favorite is still a team out of the Big Ten. Purdue is the betting favorite to win the College Basketball National Championship at 7-1. to one. You got UConn at plus seven fifty, so right behind Purdue. Houston, who lost to Kansas yesterday, is nine to one. North Carolina, off a big win over Duke yesterday, is ten to one. Arizona, fourteen to one. Tennessee, fifteen to one. And I, t- I was yelling during the break because. I missed this opportunity cuz Kansas is now 16 to 1. Yesterday before they beat Houston, Kansas was 30 to 1 and I was looking at it, looking at it, looking at it and I'm like, I should bet them. I I they have a ton of talent, Hunter Dickinson in the middle. Uh so I was like, yeah, let me grab Kansas and I didn't do it. And guys, they went from 30 to 1 yesterday to now they're 16 to 1 today. So I want to punch myself in the face for not making that bet. <laughs> um so college basketball wise, it's pretty wide open. You know, you kind of, you know, look at these and, and Purdue's the favorite, but do you feel confident Purdue during the week needed overtime? To beat Northwestern at home after losing to Northwestern already this year.
4: And there were some shaky calls for them Very. to win. I mean, Chris Collins certainly thought there were some shaky calls. That was hilarious. Like he gets thrown out and then he, but he, then he goes over and shakes hands with Matt Painter and then goes over and gives Edie a hug. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a coach get thrown out and then does, uh, I, I like Chris Collins. I mean, for Northwestern, I mean, that's obviously was a grand slam hire. They had never even been to the tournament. He took them there for the first time ever. Then they won a game when they got there. And then they went again last year. They'll go again this year. But still, you're Purdue and you lose to Northwestern and then you really should have lost to him at home. I don't trust Purdue at all. Now, their guards, at least they're sophomores this year, not freshmen, but they're not dynamic. And I really like Zach Eady, but the NCAA tournament is a guards tournament. Okay. And I would not trust Purdue at all, you know, and like, unless I end up putting, like, you know, money against them. I, Hope I'm wrong. It'd be nice to see Purdue break through and at least make a Final Four, but man, I, I just can't. I can't get on board with Purdue as the favorite. Like when you're rattling off those names, like UConn definitely jumps out at me. They've been almost you got since 1999 when Ohio State played them in the Final Four. They've won five national titles. UConn, incredible. I mean, five since '99. It really is.
5: So, looking at Purdue, and I know a lot of people are off the Purdue train, and a reason why is they just have not had success in March, but last year... That's the fresh in everybody's mind is that they were a one seed. They were playing here in Columbus and they lost a fairly Dickinson. And Fairly
4: Dickinson didn't even have Steph Curry for that game. <laughs>
5: right. Uh, but so fairly Dickinson 16 seed comes to Columbus, knocks off Purdue. That was the shocker of last year's tournament. And so a lot of people are out on Purdue. However, if people remember Virginia was a number one seed lost in the NCAA tournament brought pretty much everybody back similar to Purdue and then the very next year won the whole darn thing
4: lost to a 16 as you yeah as you were saying like lost to a 16 seed virginia right. was the first team to, to ever, ever do, do that yeah. and then they come back the next year remember and do you remember the year they won it they were actually like We'll have to look it up. I, they were losing. I think they were losing at halftime, trailing at halftime again the next year to whoever they were playing in the first round. They were. They That's ended correct. up going on a run and just smoking them in the second half. But I remember sitting there. I remember exactly where I was. I, my daughter had tennis lessons. I was sitting there waiting for her to finish tennis lessons. I was in this tennis club, and I was like thinking, this is hilarious. Like, Virginia, if they lose to a whatever, I think they're a number one seed again. Maybe they were two. I can't remember. But if they lose in the first round for the second consecutive year, how funny would that be? And then they go on and win the national championship you're right that did happen i just don't trust purdue
5: so it's funny virginia so they lost as the one seed to a 16 seed it was to umbc (laughs) they lost by 20 points i also remember where i was i was in vegas we were on uh fremont street fremont street fremont street and we were walking around and we saw the score and we're like oh my gosh this thing's still close early in the second, or actually I should say Virginia is down big in the second half. We need to get in and make sure we watch this because this is history, a potential one seed going down. So we went in, we saw, we went in this like, dark scary club and it was on the TV and we were watching the end and we're like oh my gosh that's old
4: school Davis or old school Vegas right there I just called it Davis old school Vegas (laughs)
5: old school yeah it was wild and and then the next year you're right they struggled with Gardner Webb as a one seed in the next year but they end up winning the national championship that year over Texas Tech in overtime I'll just throw this out there real quickly that as far as teams that I would be interested in betting futures on one is Tennessee. I watched Tennessee just dominate Kentucky last night. And Tennessee's always a really good defensive team. They put over 100 points on the board against Kentucky yesterday. And so I like that Tennessee team and then Kansas. And I know I missed them at 30 to one. But again, the talent on Kansas and trusting Bill's self in March is a good thing. So right now you can get them at 16 to one in the ESPN bet. All right. When we come back. The SEC and the Big Ten have a little partnership, a little marriage. Kind of interesting. We're going to talk about that. What is college sports going to look like in the future with this little SEC Big Ten marriage? That is next on On the Money.
2: This is Hollywood Casinos On the Money. On the Money.
3: Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling.
9: From ONN. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early.
10: You're listening to
2: Hollywood Casino's On The Money. On The Money. Presented
3: by Ohio for Responsible Gambling.
4: On ONN. Welcome back to On The Money. Dave Biddle, Scotty Vegas, Ryan Baker. All right, Big Ten and SEC having a partnership. Who would have who saw this coming? But it makes a lot of sense, and it's nothing like official they don't have some corny name for it. They don't have a logo, um, and maybe it'll last longer than the alliance. Yeah, <laughs> do, do we remember that oh, when the yeah. the Big Ten, Pac twelve, and Big Twelve, or was it the ACC? They ACC had, ACC had an alliance, and then like a few months later, the Big Ten's like, eh, you, "How about we just take uh, USC and UCLA? <laughs> yeah. Screw this alliance." Anyway, this makes a lot of sense to me. Um, obviously, they're the powers of college football. There's no doubt about that. Um, now, I think you know a couple things that I think they're all on board with talking about Tony Petiti and Greg Sankey, the commissioners of the respective conferences. I think they all agree there needs to be guidelines with NIL. What that entails, I don't know, but I don't get paid the big bucks to decide that Petiti and, and um, Sankey get paid the big bucks to decide that. So, but I think when a lot, of, and then you, the next question is going to be, well, won't they get sued if they tried to do that? I get that. But in life, when a lot of powerful people want the same thing, that thing usually happens. You have all these powerful people that want guidelines around NIL. I tend to think something's going to happen. I don't know what that's going to entail. I also feel strongly about this. They have to move the early signing period to July. Having it in December is the height of stupidity. Do it like they do it in basketball. Do it right before the season starts, right before you, you know, start practice, right before camp kicks off. Do it late July. Coaches have way too much on their plate in December. Now you've added to the playoff, too, the portal and all this stuff. Um and that's another thing I think they got to change the, the and they've, they've started to do that with the portal But the main things are going to be in my opinion The Big Ten and the SEC getting together figuring out something with the NIL to get that more under control where Everybody's playing by the same rules and then definitely Do some things with the calendar first and foremost move Early signing day from December to July.
5: Yeah, a lot of people have talked about this that it is kind of like in the NFL where you have the AFC and the NFC. Well, in college football going forward, we're going to have the Big Ten and the SEC, and then there's going to be everybody else, at least based on how much money these schools are going to be getting, right? These television contracts have ba- basically separated. You know, we used to have the Power Five. Now, obviously, there's no Pac 12. Uh, so then it was okay. Now you're down to four, but really there's a separate- Separation between the Big Ten and the SEC and the ACC and the Big 12. And what you're going to start seeing more of is teams like North Carolina and Florida State and Clemson and Miami they're going to want to be a part of the big 2 right that's what the future is probably going to be is those schools that are that are going to be highly uh, sought after to go after for the uh for the Big 10 and the uh, SEC so i think that's going to be an interesting thing the other thing is yes the nca has just been an absolute joke for a while now like it is it is it is hilarious they keep getting sued Tennessee is now suing the NCAA over the over NIL things and it's just it's a mess one thing that I would like to see the Big Ten in the SEC do as far as a partnership go is figure out after the playoff what these bowl games are going to look like because we're going to have that 12 team playoff But then after that, why not do a little Big 10 SEC challenge? Like we need some interest. Obviously you're still going to be doing bowl games, but let's do Big 10 versus SEC the rest of the way down. I don't necessarily need to see the Big 10 playing the Mac in in Detroit for a game. I don't necessarily need to see, you know, the Big 10 matching up with the, with, with the Big 12 and something. No SEC, Big 10, let's see them match up. I think you do it in basketball too. Big 10 SEC matchup.
4: Next up, Scotty and I are going to match up and convince me. That's coming up next on The Money.
2: More of Hollywood casinos Casinos on the money. On the money.
3: Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Coming up on
2: ONN.
8: Hello, it's John Kozik, founder and president of TurboTrack Realty, and I buy houses as is fast for cash. Call me today for an all-cash offer on any of your properties, and we can close within days at 614-470-2000. 614-470-2000 Do you own a property that's outdated and needs thousands of dollars in repairs? Great! I'll buy it! Give us a call today for an all-cash offer at 614-470-2000 614-470-2000 Would it be convenient for you if you could simply take what you wanted and leave the rest behind? Great! I'll buy it! I buy vacant properties, inherited homes, divorce situations, death in the family, apartment buildings, rental portfolios, i.e. Even buy my tenant won't pay me the rent houses. Call Turbo Track Realty today for an all-cash offer and speak with one of our friendly staff members at 614 470 614 470 Hey folks, it's game day and the betting's going to be intense,
2: Drew. You said it, Dave. But a good pregame routine keeps betting responsible. That's right. you got to pause before you play. Good call. Sports betting is hot. But it can be risky. And pausing to set limits is an all-star move. That's right, Dave. If you bet on sports, pause before you play. To set limits, recognize the risk, and know when to stop.
6: Learn more at pausebeforeyouplay.org. Do you have an oak tree in your yard? The Ohio Chapter International Society of Arboriculture is committed to advancing responsible tree care practices while preventing a fungal disease called oak wilt. They remind those who own and manage oak trees the best time to prune is November to early March. To find out more, there are over 1,000 qualified tree experts in Ohio. To find an ISA certified arborist in your area, visit treesforohio.org. That's trees, the number four, ohio.org
7: thought about having a podiatric physician examine your feet? Doctors of podiatric medicine set broken bones, perform wound care, and remove bunions. Common health issues that they treat include ingrown or fungal nails, horns, warts, and skin problems like athlete's foot. Foot exams are easy and can prevent many foot problems. If you can't walk, work, or enjoy sports activities without pain, what are you waiting for? To find a podiatric physician who is a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association, visit associationsadvanceohio.com.
2: ohio sports destination now back to hollywood casinos on the money on the money
3: presented by ohio for responsible gambling
4: from onn welcome back to the show it is time for convince me this is where judge ryan baker will ask a question and scotty and i will try and convince him of the best answer judge baker the floor is yours
1: all right, guys, so we know the Super Bowl is coming up this week. Right now, tell me your best Super Bowl prop bet.
4: Okay, I've got a three-pick parlay that I really like of player prop overs, okay? The first one is over 56.5 Receiving yards for Debo Samuel. And these are all like pretty much like even money. I didn't move any of these. So over. So Debo's getting fifty-seven receiving yards in this game. Okay. Another one I like is Isaiah Pacheco, who's been absolute money in the playoffs last year and this year. Over sixty-seven and a half rushing yards. He's getting sixty-eight or more rushing yards in this game. He was been he was a little banged up going to the AFC Championship game. Still was good. And now he's get two weeks off. He'll be just fine. The last one I like sticking with the Chiefs. I love this one. Rashi Rice who is now, I guess, other than Kelsey, uh, is, is Mahomes' favorite receiver. Over 66 and a half. He's getting 67 or more receiving yards in this game. Rashi Rice, what a great pick that was. So, and, I, and you pair those together, you're getting plus 550. I like it.
5: I like that, too. In fact, Thank you. There you go, Ryan. one of the three is actually the way I'm going as well. But he said player prop, not props. He said one and you gave three. He said, or bet. Here is the correct it says, answer. Or
4: uh, any bet. He said, or any Super Bowl bet.
5: Here's the best bet. Single bet, Ryan. It's Pacheco over rushing yards. I love it. 67 and a half. The Chiefs have dominated the line of scrimmage. Uh Pacheco, in fact, in his last eight games, has carried the ball at least 18 times in five of those games. In the other three, it was 15, 15, and 11. He's averaged 83 rushing yards per game in that span. So he's going over that 67 mark, 6 times out of this last eight games. I love it. And Ryan, how about this fact? The 49er defense has not been good against the run in the second half of this year. They've given up 143 rushing yards per game. Pacheco, I love going over 67 and a half. I think he is a sneaky pick for Super Bowl MVP at 28 to 1. But for the player prop, absolutely hammer him going over 67 and a half yards. Let's go, Ryan. All right, so this is a tough one. No, it's not.
1: Because I kind of wish, Scotty, you would have went... First? Uh, no, just went with it here and went with the Pacheco to win the MVP. Wow. That would have been great. I like that, too. I'll sprinkle a little bit of that. I don't like that you piggybacked on him. I didn't and used piggyback. One of the I had to before he started talking. But, Dave, you went with a parlay, and I like that. However... I feel like Scotty's bet, with just a straight-up bet, is going to be easier to win. This is really tough for me. But I'm going to go Scotty. Yeah!
4: I love how his rationale is. It's easier to win a straight up bet. That's yeah. That's breaking news here on on the money. A straight up bet's easier to win than a three leg parlay. I'm trying to win money here. Awful. I, I'm gonna. I usually don't get mad. I'm appealing this. I mean, yeah. it's it's ridiculous. He picked. You're giving him credit when he picked one of mine. You got like, to go first. That wasn't fair. It's, Listen, it's just the stupid. The, appeal, the appeal process has been and obviously it, no You don't you don't get to decide <laughs> that. It'll, it'll be before an appellate court. Um, now I but, do want
5: to say, Dave, real quick. I love your. I love your parlay. In fact, when we go to Hollywood Casino next Sunday, I'm willing to do that one with you.
4: I'm going to do the, because now if I do a parlay, I've now, I usually try to do the individual bets as well. I am definitely doing Pacheco in the over, just an individual bet.
5: Yeah. And you had Debo at what? 57.
4: 57. And and Rashi Rashi Rice as just, what is he? 66, 66 and a half. Yeah, none of those are robust, but I I do. I love Pacheco, 67 and a half. And again, the one thing that gives me a little pause is he was banged up going to the AFC championship game, but what... Really takes any trepidation away is that they have two weeks off, and he looked good in the AFC Championship game because he is what a steal he was in the seventh round out of Rutgers,
5: and he is such a beast. Yes, like, he is. He's I mean, tough. whenever yes. I, I think I've seen like maybe three or four times where the Chiefs have to pick up a first down to run out the clock, and Pacheco on that first down run always goes for like seven or eight, puts all the pressure on the defense, then to stop him on second or, or even third and really short, and then he always finds a way to get that first down to, to finish out the game. I mean, it's incredible. It's funny to me because all, all the talk heading into the Super Bowl running back wise, you would think would be McCaffrey. And rightfully so. M- M- McCaffrey's awesome. But Pacheco is right there. That's why I do think it is a sneaky a sneaky pick to say that Pacheco could be the MVP of this game.
4: I want to see the Nick Bosa sack props as well. Is it 0.5? Is that the over yeah. under? Because I think yeah. he only has two in his career sacks in the postseason, both last week. But it's so believe.
5: hard to sack Mahomes. Somebody else brought that up to me, like, "Oh, putting uh, Nick Bosa to get a sack in there." I just, it's so tough to, to sack Mahomes. I mean, I know Bosa is incredible, but it's just a tough bet for me to make. That's that's not one I'm going to put like a lot of
4: money on, but that'd be one uh, a fun one for a fun isn't? one. Because regardless, at the sports book, like if Bosa gets a sack, people are going to be Buckeye fans are going to like that. Um, but yeah, I might throw a little bit of money on that. Not as much as I'm going to throw on Pacheco. Yeah.
5: Speaking of the sports book. One week from today, we're going to be doing a show from 3 to 5 from Hollywood Casino Columbus. That is going to be so much fun. Come out and join us and watch the game.
4: No doubt about it. We're going to have a watch party after our show, like right before the game kicks off and then during the game. And uh, we're going to have our regular On the Money, 9 to 11, next Sunday. But then we're going to have the special show, like Scotty said, from Hollywood Casino, the sports book there from 3 to 5. So come out and join us. You get to meet Scotty Vegas, maybe even Ryan Baker. I mean, that's, that's, that's good stuff right there. First hour of the show is in the books. If you were listening on the fan, stick around for the second hour. This is On the Money.
10: Scotty's kids don't ask how his day was. They ask
2: if all his bets won. You're
3: listening to On the Money, presented by ESPN Bet, the official sports book of ESPN.
4: Welcome back to On the Money, 97.1 The Fan. I am Dave Biddle. I am joined by Scott Prokop. We, of course, like to call him Scotty Vegas. Producer Ryan Baker at the controls. And right about now, my friends, it is time for the parlay party. Hit it, Ryan. (laughs) The parlay parties where we celebrate anything we want to celebrate. Could be a nice parlay that we hit. Could be anything at all. Scotty Vegas, what are you celebrating?
5: Guys, I had a great time yesterday enjoying some college hoops. It's been a while. Like, I haven't been as dialed into college hoops this year. But yesterday was just a, a series of really, really exciting ranked games. And so uh, I got to sit on the couch and watch college hoops last night. Had a lot of fun doing that. Uh, as far as bets go, guys... I'm all in on Wyndham Clark. I'm really rooting for bad weather, rain, wind, hail, everything that can happen at Pebble Beach because I want this tournament canceled after 54 holes because I grabbed Wyndham Clark. He has the lead after 54 holes. And if they declare that, okay, they can't play because of too much water on the course or it's too windy, then they will stop the tournament after 54 and I will, and Wyndham Clark will be declared the winner of the tournament. And I would win that bet. So I'm excited for that. The other thing is guys, I cannot wait for next Sunday and our trip to Hollywood Casino to watch the Super Bowl. I mean, this is going to be so much fun. The three of us are going to be out there together. We're getting out there early. We might even hit up the poker room. It is going to be a fantastic Sunday. So it's going I'm to be that down kind of party. Yeah, yeah, so I am counting down the days until next Sunday when we're heading out to the casino, Hollywood Casino, one of my favorite places to be on Earth. Ryan, what are you celebrating?
1: I'll piggyback that I'm pumped about next Sunday to be out there, hang out with you guys guys watch uh super bowl hopefully uh everybody wins a little money next week guys i'm still riding the high of these past two weekends of nfl betting i'm actually bummed there was no games this weekend because the chiefs and patrick mahomes they have been my friend for sure helping me out these past two weekends i had a great time in st louis last week actually saw the jackets win a game who knew that that would happen so uh that was pretty cool and speaking of our jackets they're not very good right now. Buckeye Hoops team we've talked about, they're not very good. So I'm pumped that Reds pitchers and catchers are reporting in 10 days. The full team in two weeks. Maybe we'll have some good Ohio sports to talk about other than the Cavs and the Lady Bucks. Beds, how about you?
4: I am celebrating a live bet that I hit yesterday. Michigan was up in the second half against Rutgers. I was getting plus 400 Rutgers on the money line, and then Rutgers came back. They didn't just win. They just, they, I mean, they were down 15. I didn't get it when they were down 15. I got it when they were down like 11 or something like that. Um, and Rutgers came back and, and beat Michigan, I think, by 10. Um, but I, I cashed that bet. Nice little 4-1 to one bet, Rutgers money line. So that was just double... Pleasure right there. I won money and I got to see Michigan suffer, so that was kind of cool. Um, and guys, I'm celebrating this weather that we're having. I mean, yeah, I don't know what happened with the groundhogs, but like um, this, if this was like May and this was the weather, it'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, it's a little chilly for May, but it's it's spring. Certainly, if this was April, it'd be like, yeah, this is good, like April weather. It's February, ah, oh, 50 degrees and sunny. Sign me up for it, especially after not seeing the sun for like two months. It felt like I'm loving this weather. And to piggyback on what you guys. I said, I'm looking forward to next Sunday. Our doubleheader. We have the regular show on the money. 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Then we have the live show from Hollywood Casino, the sportsbook. From three to five, and then we have the watch party after that. Then we have the Super Bowl after that. It's going to be great.
5: I love that we're a week away, and we've already been planning out what food we're ordering next Sunday. I already told you guys I'm ordering the double wings. I'm going wings, and I can't, and I've got to do some kind of vegetable with it. So I'm going to do wings and probably Brussels sprouts, and I'm really excited for that.
4: And you were talking about maybe doing what the the salmon. Yeah, the salmon. And by the way, I mean, if you're getting wings and you need vegetable, I I mean celery, celery, I've, celery celery's my, no celery, question. my yeah. guy. Yeah, <laughs> right, no, you you got to be. You've been so good, still be good. We're gonna let you have some wings, but yeah, you gotta have your uh, your broccoli. You like you like a little broccoli on the side. Yeah, I'm gonna be getting uh, probably the salmon dinner and then i will also get because it's gonna be a long we're gonna be there a long time i'm also gonna get at some point some wings They got some good wings over there
5: now we know about their pretzel right their pretzel is Jeez. bigger than ryan's head and ryan has a gigantic Jeez. head so <laughs> like and and you can dip it in cheese here's the deal you can i can dip ryan's eat.
4: head in cheese
5: oh the pretzel <laughs> It'd be a big vat of cheese. <laughs> but Ryan, I mean, you've already be you've got to be thinking food for next week. Super Bowl. What What's on what's on your menu? Guys, it's the Super Bowl.
1: So it's got to be like wings. Maybe yep. the Mikey's late night slice over there. Get you a little pizza. And of Ooh. course, you got to go pretzel. So oh. I
5: mean, it's Super Bowl. So it's an appetizer kind of day. It absolutely will be. All right, what we're going to do now, we're going to talk Super Bowl, and I'm going to quiz you guys because this is our segment called Off the Top. And what it is is these are going to be random prop bets that are out there, and you guys have to guess at the correct answer. So my very first one, and again, these are mostly obscure props or or bets that are out there that, that you can make. And my first one is, Bill Belichick, okay, Well likely not going to be coaching anywhere next year. So the question is, who is the betting odds on what network or streaming job Bill Belichick will have next year? Who is the favorite? I will give you the options. You got the, the obvious, the CBS, NBC, Fox, ESPN, but then you also have NFL Network and Amazon in there, too. Who is the betting favorite on where Bill Belichick will land his network or streaming job with?
1: So, Bids, I may be wrong, but I think I saw this, and I think it was Amazon 2-1 to was the favorite.
4: Let's ride with that. I'm going, final answer, we don't even need to call a friend or anything. Well, well, lifeline.
5: Did I see it wrong? Thank you so much for ruining the question. Because yes, that is correct. Ding <laughs> ding 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 ding. Bill Belichick is two to one to be at Amazon <laughs> Attaboy, next. Year. Baker. Can you get the next uh network? On
4: the CBS, on I don't know. Just to throw one out there since I'm so I have my new CBS Super Bowl bag here.
5: I'll go I'll go with bids on this. I don't remember the list, but I, I remember. I, I, I'm surprised you don't have it memorized. Uh, NFL Network, three to one. Oh, okay. So he's probably going to Amazon, if not Amazon. NFL Network. That will be kind of interesting because the guy has such a dry personality. You know how you dress him up for TV and get him talking. I, I mean, bet. Be, I bet he'll be great.
1: Saban I bet when he's is, not a coach. I bet it'll be totally different, him, and he'll be awesome.
4: People that know him say he's funny as heck behind closed doors. Now this is not behind closed doors, but he's also not a coach so I could see him being good and at being like oh my gosh like Bill Belichick has this personality when I mean, it's not uh we're off to Cincinnati yeah you know like, what do you think about the this player I think he's a player
5: all right guys he plays next prop for you you gotta get this win this one within three seconds okay what is the over under for the national anthem which will be sung by Reba McIntyre how long is the over under? on uh, on the national anthem you got to get it within three seconds
4: can we sing let's sing it real quick and see how long it takes us no let's not
1: do i don't know Um, why the first number that popped into my head bids was 157
4: i was thinking 156 that's interesting (laughs) go
5: 156 and a half then
4: huh he's trying to talk us into the wrong answer isn't he Uh, probably no he's probably
1: need to go 158 he's a a sheisty
4: dude i've learned (laughs) he's a sheisty dude um Okay, let's just stick with our initial reaction. We'd kill ourselves if we didn't. Nah, probably not. Probably wouldn't go that far. Let's go uh, 156 and a half if that's all right with Ryan. Boy,
5: that's go- it works. Boy, if if she is taking one minute and 56 seconds to sing the uh, national anthem, way, she is singing it very, very, very slowly because the over-under is actually 86 and a half seconds, which is obviously one minute and 26 seconds. So you guys, in your version of the We're national way anthem... Yeah, I mean, you, you we might were be doing, we were throwing doing Carl, extra words in there. we
4: were doing the Carl Lewis version. You have to start over Uh-oh. like five times. Uh-oh. Hello. <laughs> I
5: Uh-oh. I love that. Do you, the best part of that whole thing <laughs> was SportsCenter and, and Charlie Steiner. They did the highlights, and Charlie was literally laughing, <laughs> had to take his glasses off this whole Carl Lewis singing yeah, the National pool. Anthem. Yeah.
4: That was so funny. Cause Charlie Steiner, he, he would lose, he, he lose his composure like And it would be so funny. He did it like several times during his ESPN tenure. He was hilarious. But, uh, yeah, man, I can't wait. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Get us some more.
5: All right. Next one. What will be the color of the
4: liquid
5: poured on the winning coach? What is the favorite? To be the color port on the winning coach.
4: Do you know where I thought he was going with that? And he said color, given the text you sent us, Ryan. I thought he was going to go color of lipstick for Taylor Swift. <laughs> That's <laughs> actually a prop that you can make. Red is. I mean, the, it's got to be red, red. Right. It's so... like red or the field. It's not. They don't even have, red or the field. It's got to be red. Um, okay. I'm thinking orange.
1: Orange is a good one. That orange or the the, the, the lime. lime. The one lime. of the two originals. One those are
4: the two. two. Those are the two originals, right? Yeah. Was, or was, was uh, Fruit Punch one of the originals, too?
1: I don't think so. I think, with,
4: I think just, yeah, I think it was orange and lemon-lime. Let's go. Are you okay with going orange? Yeah, let's do it. Orangé. Okay, you guys are wrong. So
5: the favorite. <laughs> <laughs> he gets pleasure out of it. Yes, I do. I love it. Uh, especially when Ryan's got the, the gavel in there and convinced me, and I want, it, I want that in here. Uh, so the favorite is actually purple. Purple is the favorite. Ooh, That's very little random. Gray.
4: Very neutral. But Some a, grape drink. Very neutral. Drink. Apparently, yeah.
5: there have been quite a few trends where purple has hit multiple times over the last few years. And so purple is the favorite at two to one. Then you have blue. And then they couple these together... Yeah. Yellow, green and lime is 4 to 1, followed by orange and red and pink. So you guys were nowhere near the no. correct answer. The
4: blue, I, I hate to say this in Columbus, but the blue is the best of the Gatorades. And there's two <laughs> different blues. I'm talking about the glacier whatever the I think it's called glacier freeze. There's two different blues, the lighter of the two blues. So it's not even Michigan blue. There you go. It's more like as Ryan Day would say, that's New Hampshire blue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> shouldn't shouldn't in this Super Bowl it be red?
4: B- I was thinking that. a little better. Why don't you do it exactly? You should. It should be like uh, color coordinated. Yes. <laughs> I know
5: you guys want a Taylor Swift prop bet out there, well, so I will give believe you that. It. You guys have to hit this one within one. Okay. Over under. How many times will Taylor Swift be shown during the game? Okay. You have to hit it within one. Mm. What this over under number is? And just are we being technical? Like during the game, like
4: is this right yes. before the game count? No. It must be after the after kickoff.
5: From start of the kick
4: to okay. the,
5: once the trophy is handed out.
4: It's Lombard probably
5: a. not
1: as much as we would think.
4: I saw so read a story um, a couple of TV execs talking about this anonymous anonymously saying this is like a gift from God. So I tend to think they're not going to do it where they're <laughs> ticking people off and showing her like the entire game, but they're they'll lean on showing her too often. They'll err on that side is my point.
1: So you're thinking it'll be in the double digits?
4: Barely. I was thinking either. I was thinking 9 or 10.
5: I was kind of thinking 11. So let's go 10. Let's go 10. Well, you guys are way high. Really? The correct answer on the over-under is 4.5. There's no way. Oh my gosh! Bang I wish, me I over. wish, the,
4: I wish the Ohio sports books, because you don't think you can bet on that in Ohio, but like, I wish that was available. Oh, bet she's gonna be shown more than four and a half times. She'll be shown Bang five me times. Bang the over. Oh my gosh! Where can we bet on that? Okay, next one. Costa Rica. You guys, I think
5: you guys are sucking. I think you're one out of four. <laughs> next up, he's just angry. We got the Amazon right off the rip. I didn't like <laughs> you.
1: That. Did right. I like
4: how you're giving me credit as we?
5: We're a team.
1: Okay. That's
4: true. Thank you. Next
5: one. Who will the Super Bowl MVP mention first in his speech? Okay. And now this, you have to say, who will they mention first? All right. I can give you the options if you guys
4: want. Do you want the options? It's, yeah, I mean, a okay. yeah. specific
1: person,
5: not like oh, I got
1: to thank my whoever wins. Line. It doesn't matter who
4: wins. This is going to be what they say. Yes, like you're going to thank God. The first person, yeah. You could yeah. thank
5: God. You could thank your teammates. You could thank your family, your city. You could thank if you it's Mahomes.
4: You could thank your annoying wife. <laughs>
5: you could thank the owner. Maybe the first person you thank is the owner, or maybe you don't thank anyone. Not thanking anyone is also on the board. So who will the Super Bowl MVP mention
4: first in his speech? Is Mahomes a, I, a, a, you know, it's like certain guys, are the first thing they say, like if it was CJ Stroud, the first thing that he God, would say yeah. is like, I want to thank God. Right. I don't, is Mahomes like that? I, I don't, don't know. I
1: don't think so. Okay. I, I, do I do tend think? to get a feeling that Mahomes is going to win this MVP and I tend to get a feeling the first person he's going to mention is Andy Reid, his coach, because maybe possibly this is Andy Reid's last hurrah.
4: It'd be a good way to go out.
1: So I kind of feel like it's coach.
4: I'll go with that.
5: Way wrong. <laughs>
1: We're
4: consistent of nothing else. Jay John Wooden said uh, the hallmark of greatness is consistency. It better not be Taylor Swift.
5: Go. Coach is eighteen to one. So I'd like your thinking. It's on God, that. isn't it? No, the the first uh, the favorite for who the MVP will thank first in his speech. Tony Romo. His teammates. Minus Mm. 145. You've got God or Jesus second at plus 135. (laughs) That sounds weird. Uh, We've got City (laughs) at 10 to 1.
4: God's in second place. That does sound. (laughs) Only Uh, only in betting.
5: Family or family members, 14 to (laughs) 1. Coach, 18 to 1. No thank you to anybody at all or not mentioning anyone uh, is is 18 to 1. And then thanking the owner is also in there at 35. That's
4: hilarious. Where's
5: mentioning Disneyland? (laughs)
4: Well, exactly. Where's Ditka at if God's going to be in there? It's like the old (laughs) SNL skit. Like, you know, Ditka's number one, and then God is number two. (laughs) That's so funny. Last one. That is so funny.
5: Last one, guys. Drake, uh, performing at the Super Bowl. What team apparel will Drake be wearing on Super Bowl Sunday? Who's the favorite, Chiefs or 49ers?
4: Wait a minute. It's... um it's Usher, Usher, right? It's Usher, not yeah. Drake. People are getting oh, their their, their five it? letter R and b guys here. wrong. It's Usher, it's not Drake. Whoever like put wrote that is an idiot.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drake loves Canadian teams. What Canadian yeah, football it's team? Is it's on there?
4: definitely Usher.
5: Okay, so that
1: so Drake's not Usher. performing at all. So
4: bet like this is like when um, ESPN bet forgot to like update the odds for the Columbus Crew to win the championship, and we all jumped on plus seven fifty. They still had Orlando City like in there, like, and the Crew had already beaten them. They, Orlando had better odds. Yeah, bet um, uh, whatever you can bet against any uh, songs from Drake, since it's going to be Usher. All right, up next, we're going to play a bunch of Usher songs. No, we're going to talk about our Super Bowl party at the Hollywood Casino. We're also going to talk about the top five players in the Super Bowl. That's coming up next on The Money.
2: Whatever you're doing right now. Just know that Bo Bishop is enjoying a sip of bourbon.
9: Even if this promo is playing in the morning. No judgment. Ah, sweet morning drinking. The f-
10: Pete Biddle was caught trying to bet on office ping pong matchups.
3: You're listening to On the Money, presented by ESPN Bet, the official sports book of ESPN. Welcome back to On the Money. Just
5: recapping our first hour and a half. Dave is all in on Northern Kentucky over Wright State in basketball I hate today. to admit
4: that because I like Wright State, but I'm just, you know, money is money. And I can't I'm, believe Wright State is favored. I really can't.
5: And I am betting on Mother Nature ending the Pebble Beach tournament this week. I am rooting for the rain and the wind. Now the, the tournament has been delayed already. I put a bet on Wyndham Clark. He is the 54-hole leader at this point. If he wins, that bet would pay. So that's what we are on. And uh, good Sunday. Monday morning to you guys this on the money action update is brought to you by our friends at the mobile center bundling home internet with your existing wireless plan has never been easier stop into a local mobile center and find out more let's look now at the current hollywood casino sportsbook odds for the super bowl 49ers are are a two-point favorite they're giving two to the chiefs the over under on the game is 47 and a half if you like the chiefs to pull off the upset Mahomes to get it done again, uh, plus 107 right now on the money line. And the interesting thing, Dave, for me looking at this is the Chiefs would be the fourth team ever to close as underdogs in back-to-back Super Bowls. And, gosh, we know what happened last year when the Chiefs were an underdog Your thoughts. We both are kind of feeling like this is close to a 50-50 game. We're going to rank some of the top players in this game in just a minute. But your thoughts initially on which side you'd be taking.
4: Yeah, I'm going to stay away from it because I have a, a few futures bets in on the 49ers, um, but that was like one like plus two forty and plus two twenty. I do. I feel like this is like a coin flip game, so I'm going to stay away from any um, you know money line bets or point spread bets. I'm really going to now live betting is a different story. If something happens during the game, we got to be. I, I and you you've talked about this for years, Scotty. I absolutely love live betting. I love it. It's fun, and I feel like I, I you know it's a. Um, i don't want to say a sneaky good way to make money. Everybody who bets knows its you know, knows about live betting, but um I don't know. I feel like maybe it doesn't get talked about enough but um yeah, i'm going to focus a lot on player props like we both talked for those that missed it in the previous hour. We both like Isaiah Pacheco, for example, over on the rushing yards sixty seven and a half um is the over under for Pacheco. I like that. I like the over for Rashi Rice. I like the over for Debo. Um, so and it's only like 57 for Debo, which now Debo is going to get rushing yards too. But um, so, yeah, um, I think the 49ers are, are going to win if I had to bet on it. But, man, then you're talking about betting Brock Purdy over Patrick Mahomes. You're talking about betting, And Shanahan's a decent head coach and everything, but he's not Andy Reid. So as Ryan keeps saying, man, you get the mahomes Reid combination. It's hard to bet against that. But I don't know. The revenge factor. Could be at player, even though it's three years later. The revenge factor is real in sports. So that, I don't know, man. I I go back and forth on it. I give the 49ers the slightest of edges.
5: Yeah, if I were to put a percentage on it, I I would lean... Uh, 49ers, I have it at their chance of winning at about 51%. That's how small (laughs) that lean is. It's funny. You you go through when you you got a big game like this and you look at a lot of the different trends and stuff, and for the most part, you got to just throw these trends out. But there are some interesting ones, like the 49ers enter the Super Bowl with a slightly better win percentage than the Chiefs do. It's 74% to 70%. But actually, in recent history, that has not boded well for San Francisco. Because the team with the better win percentage is one in fifteen against wow. the spread since since twenty oh three so two thousand three one in fifteen against the spread isn't that crazy? The other thing, and again, you can throw out all these random trends, but sixteen of the last nineteen Super Bowl winners. They wore white jerseys for the game. 49ers are going to be in white. So those contradict Mm, (laughs) whatever trend you want to follow. They contradict each other right there. Guys, I would hope in your player prop bets somewhere in
1: here, the best player prop bet in the NFL this year was Kiss Christian McCaffrey touchdown. anytime touchdown scorer. So I would hope you would have that in there in bids. I would hope you would continue to ride Pacheco and have him as an anytime touchdown scorer cuz he's been on fire.
4: That's a good one too. Yeah. Um and you're getting plus money for Mahomes for MVP. That's insane. Uh, plus to me. 130. And and, you, and we were talking about this earlier. I mean, could Pacheco, if, if the Chiefs win, if Pacheco goes off, could he win MVP? Of course it's possible. I just feel like if the Chiefs win, Mahomes will be MVP. Now, again, is it that simple? No, but I mean, it, it kind of is in my mind. And I like getting plus money on Mahomes. But especially if you're somebody who believes the Chiefs are going to win this game, I'm more in the, like I said, 50-50 or maybe like Scotty was saying, 51-49-49ers. All right, up next is this or that. That's coming up next on The Money. We test-marketed naming the show A Guy and His Butlers.
3: Oh, that is very
2: touching. But we thought Bishop and Friends had a better ring to
3: it. We day mornings at 9. The
0: fam- Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. On real time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
10: Scotty Vegas has his own cot in the casino. You're listening
2: to
4: On the Money,
3: presented by ESPN Bet, the official sports book of ESPN. I mean, it's
4: kind of a cot. It's more like a waterbed, I think, right? <laughs> um, he's upgraded now. Scotty just sleeping at the casino. W- Nothing wrong with that. Once they get the hotel built over there, he'll have the penthouse suite. There you go. There you go. That'll be like your vacation home. You'll just have the, the a suite at the hotel at Hollywood Casino. No there need to take
5: vacations anymore.
4: There you go. How about that? All right. It is time for this or that. Hit it, Ryan.
10: Here they go, yo.
4: All right, gentlemen, first one, this is a what do you think will happen, not necessarily what you think should happen. What will happen? You getting with the Bears will keep the number one overall pick, take Caleb Williams and trade Justin Fields. Are you getting with the Bears are going to keep Fields Trade the number one pick for the second consecutive year and get another big haul like they did last year. Scotty Vegas.
5: So I believe that they should keep fields. Now, you said the question is, what would they do? The Bears usually do the opposite of what I would think that they should do. So I think they'll probably uh, I think they will keep the pick and uh, and take Caleb Williams, which I think is the wrong thing for them to do.
4: I think that they're going to do what they did last year. I don't think they're sold on Caleb Williams. They're probably kicking themselves they didn't take C.J. Stroud. But the, really the argument last year was, are they going to take Bryce Young or are they going to trade the pick? And I'm sure they're happy with that, especially what they got. Think about what they got, all the picks, plus you get D.J. Moore. Yeah, That was a heck of a trade. Um, I I don't think, and here's the thing, it's not as much Justin Fields as is. I don't think they're sold on Caleb Williams. I think he's going to measure it about six foot even. Um, there's some character issues with him. Um, I mean, he painted his nails F. Utah. For, you know, the Pac twelve championship game, the one year. Um I mean that's I mean, that's just knucklehead behavior. You can't have that out of a quarterback. I think the Bears are gonna keep fields because they're not sold on Caleb Williams and they're gonna get a haul for the number one pick. Ryan, what do you got?
1: So I think Caleb Williams is going to force their hand to not drafting him because I don't think he wants to go there. He's made it pretty clear he wants to go to Washington. He's from Washington, D.C., so I think they would have picked Caleb Williams, but I think Caleb Williams is forcing their hand, so they are not going to draft Caleb Williams.
5: So, you can get back. so I've heard conflicting things on that because recently Cowherd said something very similar to that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Caleb Williams came out and said, no, no, that's not true. So we already uh, know, though, where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, I, I get that. Uh, OSU hoops.
4: Right. <laughs> Men, men's hoops. Just to be clear, men's hoops because women's hoops they they win. Women's at Price. hoops. They yes. win at Prices Right. They're like they they win the big money in plinko. Men are the one where the guy falls off the cliff in in Price is Right. You know uh-huh. the yodeler. Yeah. You know. <laughs> OSU
5: hoops ends their four game slide this week. You getting with that or nope. The slide continues. Reminder: this week they have two home games. Okay, so they're not going on the road. They've got Indiana at home on Tuesday and then Maryland on Saturday. You getting with they end that slide, that losing streak, or are they going to continue
4: it? I think taking all biases out of it, like the percentages would be relatively high that they'll win one of those games. We looked at whatever the odds would be. <laughs> they'll probably be favored against Indiana. Um, but then, the, you know, Indiana's not very good. I think they're going to win one of those two games. Yes, I'm getting what they're going to win one of those two games.
5: In fact, I remember when OSU was playing at Indiana, we were all at the casino watching that game, and uh, Ohio State was looking really good for uh, at least the first half of that game and then blew it in the second half. Uh, That was kind of a turning point. Indiana's not good either, guys. They have lost four out of their last five. They lost yesterday at home to Penn State by 14 points. I think the Buckeyes end that disgusting four game slide and beat indiana at home go bucks you guys are both
1: wrong they don't get a win this week jerk but guys my this or that i'm going to stay with ohio state men's basketball (laughs) are you guys getting with the hoops team gets a road win before this year is over or not
4: Gosh, who are some of the teams that are going to be playing, playing they anybody at bad?
5: Wisconsin, at
4: they, Minnesota, no, at
5: maybe Michigan State, and no. then they end the year at Rutgers.
4: Oh, geez. So basically, do I think they're going to win at minute? Are they going to win at the barn? I'll say they win one. I'll get what they win one of those.
5: Okay. They're not winning at Wisconsin. Wisconsin is no. a top 10 team. Minnesota is actually playing pretty well. They beat uh, Northwestern at home yesterday. I bet, on Northwestern and, of course, Minnesota won. Uh, they're not winning at the Bre- at the Breslin Center. Mm-hmm. I think that Rutgers game, the last game of the year, is gettable, but somehow they will not do it. So I'm going to say no, they will not win a road game at, to end this year.
1: Guys, I'm going to surprise you on this one. I'm going to say that they do. I I don't know why, but I've got a feeling they get the game at Minnesota. So I'm going, yeah, they win at Minnesota. Oh. Oh.
4: I would have lost a lot of money on that. Yeah. Like, what do you think Ryan's going to say? Like He'll definitely say they're going to go 0-4 to finish the season on the road. No, he surprised us. Little little curveball with pitchers and catchers reporting in 10 days. Yeah, Love buddy. It. All right. You guys getting with, you'd rather work more hours per day but less days per week. Are you getting with, Work less hours per day, but more days.
5: See, I think I'm I'm gonna be a little bit uh, off the norm here because I'm gonna say less hours, more days. Like I don't mind doing because generally I do six days a week, and they're just a little bit shorter days. So I'm gonna go with that. I prefer that.
4: I'm with you, and I thought like I thought people would because it seems like the trend is oh, if I can work, you know four days instead of five, but have those four days be longer days. But then I'd be miserable though. I mean, even if I'm working like, you know, back when I was working like, which wasn't long in my career an office job, like, um, working eight hours in an office is just not for me. You know, yeah, like, think I, about like, 10. I, I like to break. Yeah, exactly. Four tens. That's what I mean. Yeah. So I, I would not like the four days of, you know, 10 hour work days. Cause I'd be miserable. Those four days. Now the three days would be really nice. I get that. But I'm with you. I'd rather spread it out. I don't mind working six days a week as long as it's, you know, kind of cut up a little bit. So I'm getting with work more days, less hours. Ryan, what are you getting with? So
1: you guys know I'm an idiot and I'll just work all of the time. It doesn't bother me at all. Um, if I have days like if I work less days, I'm kind of unmotivated on my days off and I don't do anything, but if I work a couple hours, I'm already doing stuff, then I go ahead and get stuff done that I wanted. So I'm going to go with the more days, less hours as well. Oh.
4: <laughs> Frankly, Sundays are perfect. Yeah. I yeah, know. <laughs> a- I mean, we do like, we seriously, we joke about like going to the casino and doing show prep. Frankly, that actually is pretty good show prep prep. if you go to the sports book. But we get up early. You know, we do show prep on, you know, you sent the show sheet out yesterday. We're doing work on Saturday. We get up early on Sunday, do some more show prep. But yeah, then doing the show for two hours and then get out at 11, then,
5: lunch at the casino.
1: Oh, and and that's then, And
4: then you're done. That's my type of work day right there. Absolutely.
5: All right, guys. Obviously, Super Bowl week. we're talking about our foods we, we already have what we're gonna be ordering next Sunday when we go to the casino together. I said I'm going with wings. So I'm gonna get the vat of bacon. Yeah <laughs> my question for you guys, and this can be this, that or the other thing. I, I'm just gonna make this real broad. What is your number one chicken wing? sauce slash flavor of your wings. What are you going with?
4: Jeez, for years it was just I was just straight up like gimme like um I don't need it to be the hottest, but like hot sauce or or medium. Like if you're like at Roosters for example, I like their medium. It's not I don't need I I don't need it. I like their hot too. Um I don't need donkey or whatever <laughs> the hottest is. But I've switched now. I I, I like and it depends on the place. I like garlic parmesan. Ooh,
5: I was gonna say garlic too.
4: Garlic parmesan is my new favorite. Wingstop garlic parmesan. There's other places that have good garlic parmesan. So that's uh, that's overtaken um medium slash hot like the traditional buffalo sauce. Boy,
5: we're very similar today because I generally in the past would order medium, and now I'm going more garlic. What about you, Ryan? Man, this is very funny. I mean,
1: this is probably why we are all such good friends. Like normally I'm going to go with the hot sauce, but you cannot beat a good garlic parmesan wing. There's a couple places in town and I know we've talked about those that I think they just have the best garlic parmesan. So, those normally I'm going to go the hot, but when you get a good garlic parm, you can't beat that. Oh. All right, guys, so I think there are some matchups that are must-see matchups, like we had Carolina-Duke yesterday. I can always watch Yankees-Red Sox, obviously, Ohio State-Michigan. Something bothered me last night, though, in the Duke-Carolina game. I did not like the uniforms Duke had on. I needed the traditional royal blue against the sky blue. So are you guys getting with third jerseys or alternate jerseys? in the rivalry game or should it be normal in the rivalry game
4: i'm getting with it should be normal in the rivalry game and i would be contradicting myself if i said anything else because i've railed against and i I like that ohio state wears the alternate football wears it once a year like they did this past year i thought those those looked nice now I, i i don't buy in it helps with recruiting the next time a recruit picks a school because they wore cool alt jerseys will be the first now they it I get it, though. They like it. Um, but um, I hated when they did that for the Michigan game. Hated it. We had an Ohio State-Michigan game. Now, thankfully, Curtis Samuel won it on the walk-off in overtime. The JT Barrett got the first down game. We had a, an Ohio State-Michigan game in the horseshoe. One team had hel- helmet stickers, and the other team didn't. The team that didn't was Ohio State. They didn't, it didn't even look like Ohio State's uniforms. And that wasn't the first time they did that for the Michigan game. Do not do that for the rivalry game. I want the traditional uniforms. You can see how... I'm getting mad about this, Ryan. I feel strong about this. There's a reason that Ohio State and Michigan look like a certain color scheme on the field. There's a reason Duke of North Carolina, you're used to just a certain visual image. If it's a rivalry game, keep it the same.
5: Man, the three of us are all old school because I feel the same way. I think you've got to wear the traditional uniforms in a game like that. Now, I will say... I would be absolutely okay if we went with home and home jerseys in the Ohio State Michigan. UCLA
1: and USC have it right. Oh, I will watch
5: USC UCLA just for the uniforms. Yes, because it looks so good. Do it in basketball too. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 Ohio State Michigan have done it in basketball, where Michigan will wear yellow and Ohio State will wear red. I love that. I would love to see. One Ohio State-Michigan football game Where both teams are in their colors I think that would be really, really cool While we're talking about Ohio State and Michigan Neither of them should have a white basketball jersey
1: Agreed. Neither of them Ohio State should always be gray, yes. right? Yes, and yeah. Michigan should be yellow, maize, and blue Like, they shouldn't have a white basketball jersey Guys, I, those Duke uniforms I'd have loved them if they were playing Clemson last night But not against North Carolina exactly. I just want to see the tradition So, don't do it in the rivalry game oh
4: it's like Ohio State going back to Ohio State football it's like I think it was Michigan State who they wore the old uniforms for this year okay that's fine perfect yeah, that's it's great Michigan State okay not the other school in that state okay and I think they finally have realized they're not going to do that alright one more quick one here uh, this is again from the cards that Scotty Vegas got me for Christmas I love these um, bunch of this or that okay would you guys rather be a police officer or a firefighter oh what are you getting with you getting with being a cop Getting with being a fireman.
5: When I was a kid, I always wanted to be a firefighter. So you know what? I will go with that. I don't know if I could do that, but let me go firefighter.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm torn on this too because I, I'm with you. I, I was like, I, I was kind of like Kramer, you know, uh, you know, in Seinfeld. Yes. I always wanted to be a firefighter, you know. So I'll, I'll go with that. But I'm, 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 you know, I'm. I'm torn because my grandfather um, was a cop and ended up working himself up. He was, uh, I believe his title was Captain of Captain of Patrol in Altoona, Pennsylvania. So my grandfather was a cop. So I'm a torn here, but I'm going to go firefighter. Guys, if
1: I was a cop, I'd probably end up
4: shooting someone. So I'm going to go firefighter.
0: You can oh, get pistol, you can get <laughs> okay,
4: okay. <laughs> You guys getting with Ryan uh, would be in jail or are you getting with he would not be? No. All right. Up next is Best Bets, I think. That's coming up next on The Money.
2: Let me see. Buckeyes? Yes. Jackets? Yes. Crew? Yes. Fart noises? Hell yes. The Fan. Ohio's sports destination.
0: Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
2: Dee Biddle's favorite kind of psychology is reverse, reverse psychology. Reverse psychology. You're listening to On the Money,
3: presented by ESPN Bet, the official sports book of ESPN.
5: Welcome back to On The Money. This segment is our best bets for today. And uh, if the bets go wrong, maybe we can be like the the Jacksonville Jaguars and ask for our money back. huh? Uh, funny story. We're going to get into that in just a second. But this On The Money action update is brought to you by our friends at the Mobile Center. Live betting or trying to get that player prop in, make sure you have the right Internet speed. Visit a local Mobile Center store. Locations in Westerville by the new Target and in Plain City in the Costco. Plaza. Let's look now at the current Highwood Casino Sportsbook odds for the Super Bowl seven days from now. 49ers still holding as a two-point favorite over the Chiefs and minus 127 on the money line. If you like Mahomes and the Chiefs to pull off the upset, they are plus 107. And then the over under on the game is 47 and a half. But one of my favorite betting stories that I've seen in a while, Dave, was this <laughs> week where the Jacksonville Jaguars had an employee that apparently stole approximately $20 million. $20 million, not just like 20000 How do you not, think you're not going to get caught? Like $20 million and did what? You know, a lot of people like to do and bet on sports with that stolen money. He's like
4: betting your type of money on sports,
5: and so the Jacksonville Jaguars actually, as an organization, went to Fanduel and said, "Hey, yeah, we had a guy who stole twenty million dollars from us and uh, and lost it all on your on your site on Fanduel. Can we uh can we get that money back?" Uh, and I, I could just imagine the people at Fanduel just sitting around a table. Just Just laughing like these idiots want their money back because somebody stole money from them and then bet on sports.
4: Okay. I mean, let's say he would have won. Like, is would they (laughs) would the Jags have given the money back to FanDuel? I mean, what what were they thinking there? Yeah, FanDuel was they were laughing and then they were doing the Marcus Hall like double barrel salute, I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah, you can have it back. Yeah. Sure. Uh, When hell freezes over. (laughs) Like, I mean (laughs) I mean, (laughs) you are the ones who didn't catch one of your employees stealing a 20 million dollars until he stole 20 million it wasn't like he stole 20 million all at once it was he was taking like chunks out at a time and you didn't catch that and you went you think that's on FanDuel wrong and it's not like me to stick up for sports books unless it's ESPN bet yeah. <laughs>
5: we know we love our Hollywood <laughs> Casino Columbus love Hollywood Casino. we're going to be out there again next Sunday from 3 to 5 join us join us for the show and then stay for the game it's going to be so much fun out there we're going to build player props. We're going to do our best bets right now. I can tell you one of the bets that I will be making next Sunday is I am ch- taking the over on 67 and a half rushing yards for Pacheco next week. He's been doing it consistently six out of the last eight weeks. He's gone over that total. The 49ers defense has not been great against the run recently. I think that's the home run prop. That's the one I'm most interested in the first one that I am going to do next Sunday. I thought you were doing over on wings consumed by us
1: well, next Sunday at the casino. Oh, we we better, should we set better set call number. them ahead
4: of time and be like, hey, uh, however many wings you have, like double that, <laughs> double it up. We'll get it, like get that, that that vat of bacon, get that get some wings in there.
5: So I'm taking the Pacheco over, Dave. What's your best bet for today?
4: Okay, I almost hate to say it, but you know. Because right, I like Wright State basketball, but I can't believe they're favored on the road against Northern Kentucky. Um, northern It's not like much, but Northern Kentucky plus 105 on the money line. The game's at 2 o'clock today, so give me, uh, give me Northern Kentucky on the money line. How about the Ohio State women? They're, they're favored by 3.5 against Indiana. Nice matchup today, so I'll take the OSU women as well to cover the 3.5-point spread. All right, that is our show for today. Thank you very much for joining us. For Scotty Vegas and Ryan Baker, I am Dave Biddle. But stick around. Up next is Fan Sports Sunday with our friends Tito and Jen. This has been On the Money. Here's a listener tweet. Are
2: men and bones stupid in real life? Yes. Yes, they are. Common Man and T-Bone. Weekdays from 3 to 6. The F***.
0: Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios.
3: Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com.
2: WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. The Fan
4: Sports Center. Good morning, I'm Caleb Blake. Raiders are expected to hire Luke Getzey as their next offensive coordinator. Not a long time off for Getzey as he was just let go from Chicago. It's past January. He'll now turn his focus to helping new head coach Antonio Pierce out in Vegas. Cleveland Cavaliers picked up a 117-101 win on the road over the Spurs last night. Donovan Mitchell led the winding goal with 31 points and 7 dimes to get the win over Wemby and the boys out west. Other scores from around the association. LeBron and the Lakers scored a big-time win over the Knicks, stopping New York's 9-game win streak, winning 113-105. Jalen Brunson had 30 30- six points and 10 down but it wasn't enough as la got the last laugh at the garden steph curry went ballistic scoring a season high 60 points but the warriors still lost to the hawks and doc rivers secured his first win as the bucks head coach beating the mavs on the road behind 48 big ones from Giannis. big hour away from a big time matchup for the lady buckeyes number eight ohio state taking on number 10 indiana over at the shot we'll have coverage starting at noon with our guy maddie a over on 1460 espn breaking sports news when it happens on the fan State.